0: Late Night Health continues. I'm Mark Allen. Coming up in about uh, 20 minutes or so, Robert Clancy will be joining us for the Mindset Reset TV show, uh, our regular feature here on Late Night Health. Eric Rosenthal is somebody I met about three years ago. We became uh, good friends. He uh, showed me the ropes uh, when I was a fellow of the Association of Healthcare Journalists, where he is an active member. Uh, I am a member as well of the Association of Healthcare Journalists. Um, Eric is an independent medical journalist. He's currently working on two cancer books. But we're going to talk about rabies because about three weeks ago, Eric was on a walk and got bit by a dog. Eric, take it from there. What happened?
1: Well, I was on a morning walk about 10 o'clock. Um, in the Philadelphia suburbs uh, was a brisk walk and all of a sudden this dog bounded up alongside of me and I looked down at it, next thing I know my uh, right thigh was bleeding, uh, so I realized the dog must have bitten me it then ran away and, and what was interesting was it ran across a busy intersection it wasn't leashed um, it did not look like a wild dog but I had no proof of that and I followed it a bit and it basically started barking and then jumped uh, ran into somebody's driveway. Um at that point I wasn't even thinking of rabies, I was just thinking of the hazard of having a dog running around attacking kids or other people. So I went home and I washed out the wound and I started calling the local police. It turns out I was a few blocks north of my own township and when I called them they told me the police I had to call, contact the police in the Haverford uh, Township, which was the adjacent township that took several calls uh, the police were sort of indifferent to this they didn't get back to me. Finally I spoke with a sergeant and he told me I had to physically come into the police station and make a report so about four and a half hours after all of this, I finished with the report and at that point um, I spent the day basically making a police report. It was the second day that I decided I'd better take some action medically. Um, I went in to see my intern at uh, his office I did not have an appointment. Um, but they had a break between patients, and he was able to see me. He told me that um, uh, that I needed um, a um, um, uh, I, I needed basically an antibiotic, and I should go to the emergency room as soon as possible for rabies shots. Um, at that point, I didn't quite understand. Um, what the rush was, because rabies wasn't something that I had thought about all that much, and also so
0: have, uh, also, did you make any attempt to find the dog?
1: Yes, well, that was basically why I tried to attempt to go to the police and why i made a re, and why I made a police report, and then they told me that the animal uh, control person would be in touch with me um, I run daily i Um, walk. I've lived in this area more than 40 years. Uh, People generally have their dogs on leashes and they come up to me all the time when I'm running and they're friendly. In this particular case, the dog wasn't. Um,
0: It sounds also like it was a big bite.
1: Yeah, well, it it was uh, actually... Uh, yes, it's three weeks now. I still have remnants of the bite itself. Um, but I will admit, the bite itself didn't hurt that much. It was just a matter of seeing all this blood streaming down my leg. It did and break the
0: skin. This, the, these are important things. It, it did break the skin. Yes. And you waited a day. Now, I think most people, when you called me and told me about this, The first thing that I thought about was that you had to go through a series of, I don't know, 25 or 30 shots in your stomach every day for whatever to get rid of the rabies. But you told me the treatment itself was not that bad.
1: Well, the treatment has been been, uh, modified over the years and it it really, I mean, again, we're about the same age we grew up hearing if you got rabies, you have all these terrible injections into your stomach over a period of time and it was painful. The thing about rabies is, rabies is always fatal. Um, I was just looking at some statistics worldwide. There are 59,000 deaths from rabies. Most of a year, most of those are in Africa and Asia, but that's because they don't have a lot of the preventive therapies, and, and a lot of the uh, domestic animals are not uh, given rabies vaccination. But the point is, if you're bitten by any type of animal. You have no idea whether or not that animal's been vaccinated or not unless two things happen. One, you can capture the animal and, and check. Um, even if, it's, if you capture the animal and it does not have a rabies tag on it, I believe there's an observation of 10 days or so by animal control to determine whether or not the dog, the dog or cat or whatever it is may have rabies.
0: And But um, if, it's and a, if, if it's a chipmunk or a squirrel, which usually do not bite People they run.
1: I, well, in, in many cases, what I understand most of the incidents for rabies uh, among uh, wild animals would be um, skunks and foxes and I think um, um,
0: raccoons.
1: Um, dogs can get it. I mean, there are a few cases of humans having it. But in this particular case, there was nothing evident that the dog had rabies or was a wild dog. On the other hand, the fact is this is a disease that if, if it does have rabies, you're going to die from it. So when I went to my internist, she said, you really have no other choice unless you're able to find the dog. And quite frankly, even if I located the dog, I and I had a doggy lineup, I don't know that I could have identified specifically. I knew it was about 70 pounds. It was like a big dog. White butt. But, but again, I could not... Swear that one dog did it, unless it admitted that it did.
0: Got it. All right. Got it. Raised its paw. All right, Eric. Let's go to the. Now you're at the ER. Okay. And so, you. And I, what happened there?
1: Okay, I went to the emergency room of Lincoln Medical Center, which is part of Mainline um, uh, Health, which is a prominent uh, tertiary research and treatment hospital system in um, the Philadelphia suburbs. And uh, actually, the ER had recently been um, uh, renovated and and expanded quite a a lot. And I went in and I sat down and I explained what the situation was. In fact, my internist had called ahead to say that I'd be coming down to to give him a heads up for the rabies. Um, I sat there in the the waiting room um, and um, eventually, about a half an hour later, somebody took my vital signs. About another half an hour, somebody else came over to me and told me, go into a room, another person who I think was either, I think at that point might have been a physician's assistant, talked to me about it, told me what the CDC protocol was, which I had verified online, which I'll get to in a minute, and also had explained that um, where the injection sites were going to be. The reason this information was very important was I then saw two or three other um, physician assistants or nurses, I'm not quite sure which for which they didn't identify themselves. And at one point, after nearly three hours, um, I went in and the nurse was going to the, um, uh, after the pharmacy finally brought them the the um, serum, was going to inject three shots, which is the first round. And she told me that the two of them were going to go in each side of my buttocks and the third into my uh, shoulder. And I said to her, I believe that the protocol for rabies was that the first shot, which was a rabies immunoglobulin shot had to go directly into the site of the wound which was on my thigh Mm -hmm. and that would go into one would go into a soft tissue site and one into a hard tissue which would explain the buttocks and and the shoulder and she sort of argued with me a little bit and I said I'm sorry that's what I please check and she came back and said okay I'll give you the shot in the site now the interesting thing i had been in the ER about three hours that's the first time anybody even looked at the wound during that whole period of time, nobody looked to see whether or not the wound itself needed treating, aside from the possibility of rabies. They just let it go. Um,
0: So you came
1: in, I got the shot. um, Was the shot
0: painful? Was the shot painful because it was going into a a wound that was really open? It was only 24 hours old.
1: Um, I have to admit, it was not that painful going into the side of the wound, nor the other two. I mean, I had single shots last year um and I found them to be more painful, and in fact, in terms of side effects uh that was more painful afterwards. I would say that the the rabies shots I had and, and I did a little bit later tell you what the rest of the uh protocol was um was pretty painless um once I was able to get those shots um what, did, what would you say that the was,
0: w- w- I'm sorry. W- would you say that the the waiting and uh, was was I don't know what the word would be. You have to, you know, first of all, the waiting, and the fact that nobody even examines you to see the the wound for three hours seems to be ridiculous to me.
1: Well, also, I had witnessed something else that went on in the emergency room. A young man had come in. He was obviously ill. Um, Somebody was discharging him. It might have been a nurse. And he whispered, he said very feebly, three times you know where my prescriptions she said you're not getting any then she went to check and lo and behold came back with two scripts for him so what i witnessed was somebody who was going to be discharged from the uh, emergency department without the prescriptions if he had not insisted that sort of as as a medical reporter sort of had my antennae up to see what else was you know might be happening
0: at and any time boys, during I mean, the your time because we're we're we we've given a lot of background now at any time during your your 3 hours in the ER did a medical doctor come to see you an MD
1: absolutely not in fact one of the problems was when i was discharged i was given the wrong protocol on the uh, sign out sheet um, which i had a debate with them because they had told me to come back in a week and the protocol for somebody who was bitten was to come back in three days, then another shot seven days from the first shot, and then another seven days from that shot. And they had told me to come back several times, starting with the seventh day, which would have been the wrong, uh, the wrong timing as well as they were going to inject the. Sh- the uh, and you the found
0: this? You looked at the C B S? Um, you looked at the C D C? Hold on, Eric. To. Eric, hold on. Yeah. Yeah. the we're having trouble the, today uh, with our guests um, the you you checked the protocol as a reporter where did you find that information that the hospital should have had
1: well it was on the CDC website I checked it on my phone while I was sitting there but it was also jived with the information that I had received from one of the physicians assistants who I never saw again and everybody who I subsequently saw, including when I called at night to find out what the right protocol was, they all kept telling me to follow the incorrect protocol till so I finally um insisted and spoke to several people and spoke to the head of the emergency department the next day.
0: What would you advise people because it's summertime? people are going hiking they're they're camping uh they're outside, so you've got you know the wild animals you also have you know, pets that get away, and we have to be careful. You know, you ha- you you have to know what would you advise people to do should they, God forbid, get bit or one of their kids get bit by by an animal.
1: Well, from what I understand, the initial rabies shots can only be given in an emergency department. Um, so I would basically say that if, in fact, somebody was bitten by an animal, that you were unable to prove did not have a rabies shot. The best thing to do is to get to an emergency department as soon as possible and, you know, and, and get to one that knew what it was doing. Uh, in this particular case, when I fo- did follow-up um, injections at the um, urgent care center, they told me there was a lot in this particular township, a lot of uh, rabies um, or bites. And a lot of them are from
0: bats, that's another. Wow, stuff, right, yeah. Stuff. Eric, we're out of time. Eric is a independent medical journalist. He, he was bit by a dog, and it's not because of an article that he wrote about the dog, right? That's true. That's true. Right. He has been bitten by others. Right. He did not know. He was incognito. Uh, Eric is a member of the Association of Healthcare Journalists. I'm also a proud member of that group, too. And, Eric, thank you very much for sharing this. Listen, uh, give us an update in a month or so. Let us know how you are, and let us know about what the hospital says. Uh, I'm Mark Allen, along with the insane Daryl Wayne. Late Night Health continues. Join us at latenighthealth.com.
1: Welcome to Guide to the Soul. This is Robert Clancy. Hope is one of those words that has no synonyms. It just simply is. And it's something that you'll have in your life as long as you want it. You can only lose hope when you choose to let go of it. So why let go? Each day of your life is a blank canvas and you will always have a choice on how you paint it. It takes courage to take a journey of hope. But it's up to you to take that first step. And it's always accomplished by taking one step at a time. Hope is the greatest beacon you have to help you find your way out of
0: the shadows of darkness back to the light of a new day. For more inspiration from Robert Clancy, visit GuideToTheSoul.com or go to the Moments with Robert page on LateNightHealth.com. Recently, I met Jacqueline from Bright here in Los Angeles. She gave me a hearing exam and then showed me how to hear again with the new Signia Pure Series Hearing Aids, and she can give you your life back, too. I hear birds chirping, birds cooing, and even my wife. They easily connect to my smartphone. The Signia Hearing Aids are amazing, and with the charge and go, I don't have to fiddle with batteries and hear all day long. Not hearing is frustrating for you and your family. I know, you don't have a problem but trust me call bright here now for a free hearing exam a one hundred and twenty five dollar value yours free